welcome back to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. I'm your host, Valeria, and today's episode marks the start of a new mini-series of business case studies. In each mini-episode, I'll dive into the fascinating stories behind the brands we all know and love, hear little-known founder facts, gain valuable business insights, and learn key takeaways you can apply to your own journey. Today's mini-episode delves into the incredible growth of what is now a widely recognizable cosmetic staple, the Beauty Blender. Founded by makeup artist Rayanne Silva in 2003, Beauty Blender transformed an everyday makeup tool into a global phenomenon. Keep listening to learn how Rayanne Silva went from working as a makeup artist in LA to running a million-dollar business that sells one unit every 17 minutes. But first, a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the weekly founder interviews on Office Chats, be sure to follow the podcast, rate it, and leave a review. Your support would mean the world, and it goes a long way to help grow our audience. The iconic egg-shaped beauty blender sponge is wildly popular and used by both makeup artists and everyday people all over the world. Yet the company's founder, Rayanne Silva, remains relatively under the radar. Born in 1961, Rayanne Silva grew up in Los Angeles, where she was raised in a hardworking Latino family. Her father was an auto mechanic at a Ford factory, and her mom was a waitress. While neither pursued a four-year college degree, Silva's parents were adamant about their daughter pursuing higher education. Knowing she had a passion for art, creativity, and design, Silva's mom actually enrolled her at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in Los Angeles. While attending FITM in the 80s, Silva's interest in drawing and sketching grew as she was exposed to the principles of art and fashion illustration. Under the mentorship of Professor Nancy Regelman, Silva also learned about color and texture, ideas that she would eventually apply to her professional canvas of choice, the face. Before making her way into the beauty industry, however, Silva took up a job selling perfume at a local department store to support her living expenses in West Hollywood. It was at this department store that Silva became friends with other women working at the beauty counters near her perfume station. She made the switch to the cosmetics counter and quickly picked up the skills of flawless makeup application. As her skills and expertise in makeup grew, Silva took on a new job opportunity doing makeup for numerous TV and film sets in Los Angeles. She worked hard to build her portfolio, make connections, and strengthen her reputation in the professional beauty industry. As a Latina in a predominantly white beauty industry, Silva experienced discrimination, including from directors who refused to work with her. Because of this exclusion, but also because of her interest and skill for color, she became well-known for her work with entertainers of color, including Kerry Washington, Tupac, Sean Combs, Vivica Fox, and Regina King. While her career was growing, Silva was also living a true balancing act as a single mom. With the hard work ethic instilled in her by her parents, however, it wasn't long before her reputation as a top makeup artist preceded her. By 2000, her TV and film credits included Friday, Set It Off, Arsenio, The Keenan Ivory Wayne Show, and Moesha. So when did Rayanne Silva create the Beauty Blender? In 2000, she was working as a makeup artist on the TV show Girlfriends, a sitcom focused on the lives of four Black women. It was also one of the first TV shows to film in HD. Because flaws, blemishes, and makeup strokes were now magnified by high definition, Silva, as well as other makeup artists in the industry, were forced to adjust and try new techniques. While Silva had mastered airbrushing makeup application, she discovered that after hours of shooting, actors ended up with a face of cakey makeup. 
The products were simply sitting on the actors' faces, not seamlessly blending into their skin. Looking for a better way to apply makeup, Silva turned to sponges for the most skin-like finish that pushed the product into the skin so the foundation wouldn't just sit on the surface. However, the problem with sponges was that their shape couldn't cover hard-to-get areas. Silva experimented by cutting existing sponges into various shapes and sizes to fit her needs. Eventually, she settled on the shape of an egg. It had no edges, and the pointed tip allowed her to get into the hard-to-reach areas of the face, like under the eyes and around the nose. Additionally, as a member of the Makeup Professionals Union, Silva attended a class where she learned a new but simple sponge technique. Wetting the sponge helps apply and manipulate products. Today, you've probably seen every YouTuber and makeup guru wet their beauty blender before applying makeup, but it started here. The combination of the egg-shaped sponge and the newfound wetting technique revolutionized Silva's makeup practice. She shared her homemade sponges with her staff, but soon noticed that the sponges continually disappeared. Actors were also stealing them because of how well they worked. In an interview with Insider, Silva said, I didn't look at Beauty Blender as a brand in the beginning. I was a professional makeup artist with a challenge, and Beauty Blender was my solution to that challenge. Without realizing it, Silva had just created a new category of cosmetic products, a rare feat in the saturated, multi-billion dollar beauty industry. So that's how Beauty Blender was born, but how did it become a full-scale business? Silva created an LLC in 2003, working double and triple shifts on TV and film sets to finance her company. Her reputation as a professional makeup artist meant that she had connections to many aspects of the business, and she used those to further develop, manufacture, and distribute her sponge. Several qualities made Beauty Blender popular. First, it was reusable. While makeup brushes could be washed and reused, sponges were typically used a few times and then discarded. Second, while the sponge started out as a tool used by professional makeup artists, YouTube and social media influencers opened the door for everyday people to experiment with their makeup and use the same tools as professionals. The popularity of Beauty Blender Sponge meant that the company quickly outgrew its base of operations in Silva's home. In 2008, Silva relocated from California to Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley and opened a manufacturing facility. In an interview with Insider, Silva shared this is one of her biggest accomplishments as a business owner. We're able to make Beauty Blender here in America and keep Americans employed, she said. It wasn't until 2013, a year after the company went nationwide in Sephora, that sales took off enough for Silva, then 52, to step back from her day job of makeup artistry and focus on running Beauty Blender full-time. In 2019, Beauty Blender sales reached $175 million. What about the copycats? You may be shocked to hear that Silva doesn't have a patent for Beauty Blender, but it's not for lack of trying. The conflict was a Q-tip-like medical device that, similar to Beauty Blender, was made of an egg-shaped foam. Silva argued that hers was a cosmetic applicator and therefore different from the medical ear cleaner. She refiled for the patent on four separate occasions, despite increasing processing fees for each attempt. Eventually, she saw that she had something better than a patent. She said to Forbes, I was a voracious reader at the time, trying to absorb everything about patents. It's great to have one, but if you don't, brand recognition is the most powerful. And the proof is in the numbers. Beauty Blender sells one unit every 17 minutes in big U.S. retailers like Sephora and Ulta. Through hard work, determination, and an eye for problem solving in her industry, Rayanne Silva transformed Beauty Blender into a global sensation. 
Her journey from a makeup artist to a successful entrepreneur showcases the power of innovation, niche targeting, and strong brand identity. So what can aspiring entrepreneurs learn from Beauty Blender? First, identifying a genuine pain point or problem within a specific industry can lead to groundbreaking ideas. Silva saw an opportunity to improve makeup application, and she seized it. Second, creating a brand that aligns with your values and connects with your target audience can foster loyalty and community engagement. Silva's vision for Beauty Blender was not just about a makeup tool, it was about improving the way people experience makeup and makeup application. Her commitment to innovation and her passion for makeup are embedded in the brand's DNA. Lastly, embracing change and adapting to evolving market trends is essential for long-term success. As new makeup techniques and products emerged, Silva introduced different shapes and sizes of beauty blenders, as well as new products, including makeup, cleansers, brushes, and cases. That wraps up our mini case study on Beauty Blender and its visionary founder, Rayanne Silva. Research for this episode came from sources including Smithsonian Voices, Business Insider, Forbes, and Beauty Blender. If you found this episode inspiring, be sure to rate the podcast wherever you listen and join us next week for a new founder interview on Office Chats.